The name of the pod was our last, best hope for peace. It was the dawn of the third age of mankind, the year the Great War came upon us all. This is the story of the last of the Babylon podcasts. The year is 2259. The name of the pod is Babylon 5. Episode 36, Hunter Prey in which a doctor with important information about the death of President Santiago is hiding on the station, and Kosh begins to educate Captain Sheridan. Hello folks, and welcome back to The Name of the Pod, your Babylon 5 podcast where we talk about the enduring cultural legacy of one of our favorite shows from the 1990s. I am one of your co-hosts, Chris Tatro, and joining me out in sunny California, as always, is... John Cassie. How's it going, Chris? It's going well. We here in in snowy New England have finally uh, seen the day star rise, and so it is right. bringing new life into me. <laughs> yeah. We're we're almost yeah. out of our uh, our, our eight month long uh, gloom fest. Uh, right, right. Yeah, I um, I of course was uh, you know was bitterly complaining that. Uh, that it's sometimes been below 68 degrees here. And, How do right, you survive? And, you know, once the temperature drops below 68 degrees in Southern California, the... Uh, People know, are the, climbing the, into the, their tauntauns, and it's it's just terrible. That's right. Yeah, right. They're um, they're laying in extra supplies. Yeah, you know, got to get the know, milk gotta, and bread and eggs. That's correct. <laughs> that's correct. Because soon enough, it'll be above 73 degrees, and then everyone will be okay. like, you know, who put the sun right like right next, Entirely right, right in the next town yeah. over, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, but you it's know, a dry it heat. is what it is. It's a dry heat. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's well, often true. That's often true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, we've much like we've, Narn we've, in that respect. I always imagine Narn yeah. to be sort of like uh, very, very sort of dry. Dry. Yeah. yeah we'll be seeing it soon. Uh, but you know, yeah, dry, deserty, right. lots of buttes. Yeah. Lots of uh, of yeah. mesas, yeah. you know, the, red clay. Yeah, yeah. The, the the Narn makeup sort of reads as reptilian, which always makes yeah. me think of you know the Southern California desert. Mm. Centauri Prime, by Do, contrast, just looks sort of swampy to me. Yeah, I wonder if the Narn have a big nap culture where they like curl up midday mm. to to nap on rocks in the in the warmest part of the of the day. Yeah. If that's true, I must be at least 50% Narn. It certainly sounds pleasant. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I have uh, never been a napper, and then in my dotage, I have become one. Mm. Yeah. In fact, after watching this episode and uh, 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 and chewing it over a little bit, <laughs> I found myself waking up after a two-hour nap um, <laughs> saying, you know, kind of, what, what did I just experience? What, 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 what was this episode? Was there a large encounter-suited being that spoke to you in your dreams? Uh, yes. Nah. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, Hunter Prey. Hunter Prey. Uh, you know, this is, you know, we, we sort of talked about this a little bit in the pre-show. This is one of those episodes in a non-prestige format uh, program where we're going to advance the plot. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not going to advance it too far. Mm-hmm. And we're going we're gonna to dial back the intensity... From, uh, you know, the kind of previous couple of episodes that have been a little bit more, more charged, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And 
we're going to do a little character work and yeah. you know we're going to call it uh you know call it call it good good stuff yeah it advances the 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 plot in getting those medical files but yes. you know as even as as our you know spy character you know who, who comes along says it's not enough but it's a piece of the puzzle so we're we're sli- you know much like you know in i think this episode made me think a lot of of uh, the X Files, you know, which yeah. is on at the same time. Yeah, where you know we're, we've got a season long or a multi year long story arc, and we're going to dribble out little pieces mm-hmm. here and there. It's going to go at kind of a slow pace compared to 2018's you know ten or twelve episode season yep. prestige television. Yep. Um, but it's still you know it's an it's an important piece of the puzzle. We're going to probably get a number more of them down the line. Of of laying out what happened to President Santiago and uh, and piecing everything together from there. Yeah, I mean we've got to we've got to establish beyond any but uh, beyond any reasonable doubt that we have ample evidence that Clark, you know, is the scoundrel that he appears to be, right? Mm-hmm. And so what is yeah. the point of this? Is is you know, uh, you know, building up that preponderance of evidence, right? Right, and we talked back during during Chrysalis, our discussion of Chrysalis about it. It seems it seems pretty darn obvious, you know, when Clark gets off the yeah. transport, you know, the day before, saying, "Oh, I'm sick," and then boom. Um, I mean, if if Joe Biden had gotten off, you know, Air Force One, not that they travel together, but you know, and you know, just before it blows up, everybody in and their cousin would be pointing fingers and and accusing him of of yeah. You know, blowing up obama yeah um so you know yeah. say nothing if if cheney got off the plane yeah uh, but uh yeah i mean the, it's yeah the very idea yeah, that but, they but were traveling together is a little silly in the first place uh, right right but the fact that i mean granted we're not seeing all of the daily news as it goes through sure. but that nobody it doesn't this doesn't seem to have to to be a major narrative point that that everybody's talking about like isn't that kind of suspicious that he did this. Right. Um, but they might be this, talking it about it back way. home, right? Right. They could be, you know, we just, we're not, we're not getting, I don't think we've seen too many newscasts in this, in this season since then. Yeah. You know, there's, there was, you know, one, but you know, we, we, yeah. Yeah. We had a lot, we got a lot of info out of that, that one scene that I've derided many times back in season one of, of Garibaldi reading in the newspaper. Right. <laughs> I, I almost, now I almost wish we had another one where we could all like, like read all the little articles. Right. Oh, what does that say over there? Right. And we'd fill in more of what's going on back home and, and what they're, t- what people on the street are thinking about all of this. Right. Yeah. There, there was a, there's clearly been a, um, uh, you know, a paper shortage or a, mm-hmm. or a, the uh, amalgamated union of uh, pulpers and uh, and you know are, are at war yeah. with some spacing guild, so paper is not being sent out to the uh, yeah. you know yeah or the 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 small forest that they planted uh, on the station to to make paper from has has now been deforested and I guess they weren't really planning long term on that right it mm. must be it must be one of those things. One of those things, yeah. clearly. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, the, the, the idea that if you have a journalist character point of view gives you as a, as a writer uh, a, a kind of an appropriate way or window to share certain things that you can't otherwise get out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, am, I am reading all the Expanse books right now. Mm-hmm. But I'm in book six right now. Oy. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really yeah. good stuff. It goes. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. With one exception, the books were great. Mm-hmm. With one exception, um, 
and they've they introduced books ago uh you know a a a, uh, a journalist who has made common cause with one of the main characters and mm-hmm. uh you know i i can see it's a little writerly you know i can mm-hmm. see how the writers are using this character to to drop information into the narrative yeah. that would be hard to get in otherwise mm-hmm. but it's like well good on you for putting the journalist in there right yeah you know you could yeah. almost imagine that uh that a television network based on Earth, or indeed based on Centauri Prime, would, uh, you know, would would have a, this is like a foreign correspondence outpost, mm-hmm. right? You, you know, if if uh, it's like the UN, you know, CNN maintains mm-hmm. reporters at the UN, right? You know, and so does uh, you know the, the BBC and and et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. right? Might have been interesting yeah. if the uh, if the the journalists who were there weren't Earth journalists. Right, mm-hmm. you know, we're we're Centauri, very different or were, spin on things, yeah, yeah, or we're in some way related to, uh, or they were from Mars or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We, yeah. We're we've 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 digressed. We've but. wandered off, and let's let's put a pin in that for a couple of episodes down the line, where we will have journalists on the station. Yes, indeed. When when we get to uh, and now a word from our sponsor, I think that's three episodes. Yeah, away or we're, so. we're we've got um, a few to go. Yeah, yeah. So um, we'll we'll come back to that and talk about that that perspective. But we did we did wander a little bit off the path. Let's yeah. let's stray back to, um, let's talk about this. You know, we've got the 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 doctor is on the run. Yes, you know, Doctor Jacobs. Uh, you know, and uh, and being hunted by Earth EarthGov security. Yes, or, or Earth, special Earth, intelligence. Earth Force special intelligence. Yes, Earth, yes. So and kind of t- tipping. Tipping the station upside down, trying to find him. Um, yep. I, I do want to slip into a brief IMDb corner on, on those two characters, on Dr. Jacobs and Derek Cranston, okay. our intelligence agent. Uh, Tony Steedman and Bernie Casey, respectively. Yes. Thought they did great jobs in this episode. Yes. Um, um, they've been together in, in in something before. Oh, good grief. You I could, you just look so smug. Oh, oh. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, yeah, and and you had said earlier, John, that that that, that Tony Steedman's voice was familiar. You've heard him, oh, yeah. sort of reading or reciting yep. something, and and I you have uh, when he played the role of Socrates in <laughs> Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, yes, in which Bernie Casey was Mr. Ryan, their history teacher. Oh crap! That's awesome. Best IMDb S- corner ever. ever. Socrates Johnson. So Crates Johnson. Ah, uh, you know, I can totally see it now. Uh-huh. Right? Yep. I, as soon as I saw him, I was like, yep, okay. Right. I did not make any connection to yeah. uh, uh, to his face. But that yeah. voice, oh my God, I knew that voice. Mm-hmm. And I was desperately hoping that Richard Ball had been in right. Bill and Ted's. <laughs> I, was look, I was like, oh, please just have him have been in the background somewhere, like as a Mongol warrior or something. Right. But no, unfortunately, you know, I think Night Court is about as close as we get. Right. No such but, luck. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. That, um, that movie is, uh, it's so good. It's so, yeah. it's so I haven't so seen dumb. it in forever. I need to go back and watch it again. I haven't watched it in in decades, right? I mean, probably especially since rumors of a of right. the new film are circling, and we've just recently seen some photographs that suggest it's right. It's moving yeah. along. I can't even imagine what a cluster that that's mm. gonna be. 
you know yeah i just i can't even imagine but it's it's better to have keanu reeves focusing his attention on that than trying to do than taking away roles from proper actors are you hating on keanu reeves a little don't i mean he's i like fine. him but i don't he's think he's fine got, i don't think he's got the chops for a lot of films he's been oh in. yeah you're further evidence that you have no sense of anything I can't really argue with that. I think that there are times when when he's asked to do stuff that's not really his wheelhouse. Right. Right. But I think that when, uh, you know, they're 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 casting his name. Right. Mm -hmm. But I think that this, you know, oh, Keanu Reeves, blah, blah, blah. He's such a, you know, uh, wooden stick that that he doesn't have any talent. I I just think that's totally uh, I think it's always been unfair. I think there's been plenty of things that he's been dynamite in. Now, granted, I think that that a lot of that was early career stuff when his he was cast in super quirky mm-hmm. movies, um, and I'm okay with him in super quirky stuff. Yeah, you know. But when he tries to be kind of serious and dignified, and you know, um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't feel it from him. But somehow we again seem to have strayed yeah we're, uh, we're struggling with uh with yeah. our, our focus today it would seem so uh okay so bit. tony steedman and bernie casey yep. were yep. in bill and ted's excellent adventure that's how we got here okay, right excellent. and Good. and uh so you'd never know from their from from the way that they uh conduct their affairs mm-hmm. on this program right like i said in the in the pre-show yeah. uh i know i recognize tony steedman's voice and bernie casey's and everything yeah, right. And, it seems and to you know, be. he's sort yeah, of one of these great, um, you know, journeyman character actors who mm-hmm. who kind of elevate whatever they're, you know, whatever they're doing. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever he, you know, whenever he was on screen in this episode, he felt like a legitimate agent of the Earth Force. And, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't. Yeah. I, like I took him much more seriously than I took um, yeah. uh, uh, Sheridan's contact. Right. Yeah. Who had that kind yeah. of like, uh, y- you know, I'm a, uh, I'm a very, I, I'm, a, I'm an, I'm an, I'm an actress, but I'm in high school, and I expect you to take me seriously, you know, kind of, kind of quality. Yeah. I don't want to be negative, but, but mm-hmm. she, I didn't find her believable at, at all, in part because Bernie Casey was so, was so believable. You know, he just he he does his mm-hmm. work, right, and yep. um, you know, when he gets. When he gets kind of riled up, you know, I you, you don't just let these ships go, mm-hmm. right? I haven't authorized anything. Well, okay, that yeah. seemed that seemed an appropriate response. Yeah. Right? Well, you can talk to the Vorlons if you want to object. Yeah, I'm sure, they'd be happy to uh, <laughs> yeah. to hear your your complaints. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm sure <laughs> I'm I'm sure that once you board that ship and we turn it around, mm-hmm. I oh I'm. Sure, the yeah. Vorlons will be just fine with that. I can't imagine there'll what? be a diplomatic incident. Yeah. Well, why don't we ask Deathwalker how that <laughs> could go? <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, 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 yeah. If only they hadn't. Uh, uh, if only they hadn't uh, assassinated her. What is the word I used a few episodes ago? Gangland style. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. They, All right. they ganked her good. Yeah. Um, let's let's stay let's stay on Kosh while we're there. Yeah. You know, desperately trying to to anchor us into this episode in some way. Right. Um, well, th- but this is one of the only places that really is a proper anchor, isn't it? Yeah. 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 You know, we we start to get. I think this is our kind of second dip into the 
Kosh preparing Sheridan. Yes, well. indeed. Yep. You know, we, we got it before and all alone in the night um, as part of that dream. Yes. Message. Yes. Um, but this is this is a little more substantive. Uh, you know, one of the things to your point about the dream message. Um, this conversation with Kosh and Sheridan. Um, you know, kind of makes it seem like. Sort of Kosh, Kosh was present in his, like, no, it, 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 there wasn't, Kosh wasn't some sort of a construct. No, that he was really that there. That he was really the there. Yeah, he right. was kind of probing and testing to see if, I think he's testing Sheridan's metal at this point to see is he, is he kind of worthy of whatever gift that Kosh is going to bestow upon him. Yeah. You know, yeah, not physical gift, but still taking still taking his measure. Right, um, right. You know, I you know. I read, I read the other components of that dream sequence mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. metaphorical, mm-hmm. but I read Kosh as, as like legit, concrete. Yeah, as as mm-hmm. as not yeah. not an abstraction, but really you know really there. Yeah, um, and that's that's very. Uh, disturbing maybe isn't the right word, but uh, you know what? What does that suggest about the nature of their telepathic power? Mm-hmm. Because it's clear they have it, mm-hmm. right? I wonder why. Just to quickly jump out of the Kosh Sheridan sequence, Here and we then go again. No, no, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> no, please is. <laughs> What was the purpose of the ship communicating to him via writing mm-hmm. rather than via tele- telepathy? And, of course, we don't know what the writing was, so it could have been anything, right? Right. Um, um, I think we have to assume that they're, that the Vorlon, the way that Vorlon, I'm going to say, we'll, we'll say telepathy is a shorthand. Yeah. But that it's not, it's, it's not telepathy in the way that... You know that the psychor uses yeah, telepathy, right. or that it's normally it's normally. I mean, communicating through dreams is almost more of a shamanistic approach, yeah. more than a, than a directly telepathic. So yeah. maybe they, maybe they don't maybe they don't have. To, you know, we'll see more as as things get laid out. But maybe it's not direct. You know, telepathy. Um, yeah, maybe it's it's like uh, they're walking in the in in the in the dream mm-hmm. or something. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because remember, Kosh couldn't. He couldn't just, just, scan Talia's mind. He had to use the vicar to store her, right, her thoughts and her memories. So that would suggest to me that that it's not it's not your kind of traditional right. Professor X te- telepathy yeah. situation. Yeah. yeah, it's not your quote unquote on. proper telepathy. Right. right. Which is nice because we're we're you know. You want it to be weird and mysterious, so let's make let's give them an ability that's that's ill-defined and not as kind of straightforward and as you know as much of a trope as as regular telepathy. Right, right, yeah. It's yeah. um. They they get they get both things right, you know mm-hmm. they they get to use they get to use this from a story perspective to be, uh, you know, kind of. You know, new the, the you know the new weird and you umlaut the new weird yes. right, 
Yep. It's like, well, something's going on, but it's hard for us to even understand what it is because we mm-hmm. already know what yeah. telepathy is and this doesn't appear to be it. Right. Right. If Kasha just started like talking into Sheridan's brain, well, okay, sure. We've got the psychor. We know what that's yeah, all about. Right. That's not weird. Talking in dreams and, you know, meeting up in dreams and influencing, right. you know, these kinds of weird visions. Right. That's 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 off-putting and that's what we that's what we need right you know we we, we talked i think last week about uh you know babylon 5 as a role-playing game yep. um kosh is definitely a non-player character the gm is oh is, for sure is, there's not a player that's running kosh kosh is kosh is a walking plot device that's right <laughs> uh, that's right that's so right. his his abilities are so ill-defined as to be limitless and can be whatever is needed for the for the scene that's right at the moment that's right um, very helpful, very helpful writer tool. Yes. Um, yeah. you know, you, um, you, you think about this encounter with Sheridan, which takes what, two, three minutes of screen time, right? Mm-hmm. And it helps to put everything else we've ever seen him do or say into uh, into context, it all holds together. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, oftentimes, particularly in in shows that are speculative fiction, you can you can often see an insufficient attention to continuity. Mm-hmm. Right, um, and I think that the kosh that we have been interacting with. It's it's to the point that Straczynski knows where he's going, right? Yes. That this character yeah. who is so enigmatic has nevertheless read the same way, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, we've got him talking. It's like he's given away the store for free right now. Yeah. Right? And he's, it all holds he, together. He won't shut up in this scene. Right, <laughs> right, yeah. right. Yeah, it's like, would you just stop talking, Kosh? Jeez, yeah. Dewey's, <laughs> you know, enough out of you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and the content, right? They are Mm -hmm. not ready. They would not understand. Is that, who's they, right? Mm -hmm. You do not even understand yourself. Okay. Yeah. You know, I, 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 what are we, what are we setting up? It's an age old philosophical Right. kind of kind of topic there and ties in nicely to Sheridan's interest in you know Buddhism and and Eastern philosophy right could you help me to understand you can you help me to understand you right there's a lot of echoing back right you know that that yeah. kosh is is sort of in a place where you know I'm I need I need you but you're not ready. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to get you ready, but you have to be ready. You have to you have to mm-hmm. develop faster than you're developing, right? Mm-hmm. I need to I need to open your head and stuff into it all this stuff you need mm-hmm. in order to be effective, because I know that another human was helpful. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I know how this needs to go. For mm-hmm. us to have, for the good guys to have any chance. And you're just, you're not there, right? Right. And, right. you know, uh, 
no, you do not understand. Go. And he, you know, and he's like, he's too quick to give up, isn't he? He really is. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of a, you know, it's Yoda in, in Empire right. Strikes Back. The first time they're like, no, he's too, too, you know, I can't train him. You know, it's kind of turns away. Um, but yeah, he, he does give up pretty quickly, which I guess if you have some sort of shamanic ability to see into someone's soul and take their full measure, then you know. Right. Um, but, but again, we get, we get military officer Sheridan. Yep. You know, angrily kind of snapping, you know, you wanted to, you know, you wanted me to come here and you, yep. blah, blah, blah. um, you know, again, showing he's not much of a, not diplomat. much of a diplomat. That's right. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, and, and I, it's, it's furthering my, my belief that, uh, that's just not where his strong suit lies. And maybe that's what he needs to learn. Uh, yeah. you know, rather than, than jumping to an aggressive point as quickly as he does, he needs to, he needs to sort of flow a little more. Right. Yeah, that's you know, that's undoubtedly not, true, right? Not a not a great Buddhist as, you know, as far as a lot of that goes. If, if that's where he's maybe he's just an interest. It's not he doesn't doesn't practice. Well, you know, the but, noble uh, eightfold path is hard for everyone. True yeah. enough. Uh, I like uh, that he got a rise but, out of him. Yeah, you know, and it's not like he was trying, right? He was just frustrated. Right. I mean, and I can't blame him. Right. You know? Right. Uh, I mean, obviously, this connects to Morden's quite. You know, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. What do you want? Never ask that question. Yeah. Never ask mm-hmm. that question. You know, the getting mm-hmm. getting cautious dander up is like, yeah. <laughs> please oh, don't kill okay. me, Kosh. You know. Yeah. Uh, which suggests to me that that that's kind of the, uh, y- you know, it's the equivalent of saying, you know, my precious. Mm-hmm. Right. It's mm-hmm. the it's the it's the singular line that shows that you've gone over to the shadows. Yes. You know, that's like yeah. the shadows. Op- that That's their. That's their tagline. That's their tagline. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then what is. And which is weird what because is the side of. Yeah, go. I was. Then what is the what is the tagline for the the side of light for the Vorlons yeah. here? Is it is it, you know, who are you? Right. Or, you know. Yeah. You wanted to not, see what me? do you want? Well, I can I can see wanting as being you know, something that's that's negative and associated with the shadows you know it leads you know it leads to to desire to to envy yep. and and you know war and yep. that kind of thing um hmm. yeah huh it's, it's more than just it's more than just a tool that morden was using to to to, to feel out the different powers on the station it's it it, it means more than that definitely I always thought that, mm-hmm. um, but you know, it's sort of of a. <clears throat> the question becomes: well, Why is that bad? Yeah, you know, is well it, because I think you know, like I said, wanting leads to to desiring to to covetousness, and to, here we are back with the with you know with the Buddha. Yeah, right. Which is yeah. interesting. I mean, we we may need to. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't embark on this on this topic without having done some careful thought about it. But mm-hmm. you know, we may want to look for strands of of kind of religious perspective in mm-hmm. the. You know, because I think you're pulling out a lot of Buddha. Yeah, you know? I'm not familiar enough with with <clears throat> most of the tenets. It's been years since I've done any reading on yeah. it. So, 
So I'm. Yeah, I, I wouldn't I'm want to just start speculating. Position. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why it's never stopped us before. <laughs> Look at us showing uh, a little judgment. Um, I know. So, the um, the notion of fighting legends. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, you know, history becomes legend, legend becomes myth, and things that were meant to be things that should never have been forgotten were lost. I mean, this is the first two minutes mm-hmm. of the Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I found when I've, when I've taught English, the idea of what, when people are writing in a mythic tranche or in a legendary tranche or a historical one, you know, kind of what are the differences, right? Mm-hmm. You know, le- legends. Okay, to me, that that's clearly a reference to... Uh, to the shadows. Right. right. But some commentary, you know, that's available, you know, on, on the, on the web suggests that, um, that there's actually this uh, sort of me- me- like a metaphorical or metaphysical understanding of this line that it's not about the obvious answer, but rather, you know, mm-hmm. Sheridan has to fight, his own sense of himself or, you know, this kind of thing. And I did, just didn't find that persuasive. I'm wondering what you think. It, it certainly seemed to be, um, you know, to be the, referring to the shadows in my mind, you know, almost explicitly. Yes. Uh, could have, could have called them out, you know, in, in such a, you know, it's, it's the start of, granted, it's going to take, be spread over a number of episodes, but it's the start of the training montage uh, of of building Sheridan up to a point where he's able to take on these other forces. Yep. Um, uh, you know, saying that he's he's got to to be ready to fight legends, and and meaning his own negative qualities, his own you know stuff within that that sort of elevates him a little higher than I'm willing to give mm-hmm. at the, at this point. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't I didn't have any question as to who it was it was talking about, you know, he's um he's, you know forging, you know, forging Sheridan into the warrior. Yeah. psychic and not physical warrior, but more of a psychic warrior um that that he needs to be giving him the whatever kinds of tools of his his persona. Yeah. that he'll need to endure yeah, whatever's yeah. coming. Yeah. Yeah, I I com- I completely agree with that. Um, so for me to, 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 to switch gears to what I think is our, Mm -hmm. uh, kind of last topic, um, I think what we finally see now is how this team that had to recombobulate itself after Sinclair was replaced by Sheridan is mm-hmm. actually now an even better functioning team than it was when Sinclair was was captain. This team really works effectively. They've got their act together. I agree. And, and I think if, if Sinclair had stuck around, we would have seen the evolution sure. come to this sure, point. Sure, sure, um, there, sure. You know, there was some setback with the trade-off between Sinclair and Sheridan. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, they... To the point where they were friendly with each other here and there in season one, um, but we didn't really have we didn't have a ton of interest. We had you know we had some uh, Garibaldi and Franklin yep. 
stuff going on together, but but not really not really operating as kind of like an Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, right, team. right, right. And that was that was kind of you know when 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 Sheridan calls Garibaldi and then Garibaldi calls in uh, uh, calls uh, in Franklin, Franklin, right? You know, while we've got Ivanova on screen, you know, screening duty, keeping yep. uh, keeping Cranston away. Yep. Um, you know, that's you know, yeah, they're they're. They're working together. They're 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 they they they've been brought together by a purpose. Right. That if they were just colleagues all working on the station, that I don't think they would they would be meshing as well. Yeah. But they have, you know, they have their major goal. They have their major mission to focus right. on at this point. Right. Yeah. I mean, I I think that that Sheridan's, you know, kind of hail fellow, well met, non diplomatic, uh, you know soldier soldier kind of personality is actually a better fit for Garibaldi mm-hmm. than Sinclair's more cerebral uh yeah approach i think he actually by giving stephen franklin clearer boundaries about where he can maneuver mm-hmm. that franklin actually is better at being franklin and better at being a team member because mm-hmm. he kind of knows where his where his range is, right? And yeah. by giving Susan Ivanova all of this diplomatic work that he doesn't really want to do, it would seem exactly right. <laughs> she gets better and better at it, right? Yep. That her flippancy becomes less uh, less attacky and more glib. Okay, mm-hmm. so like when 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 she was doing all of this stuff with the Drazi ten episodes ago, she always felt like she was standing on a knife's edge. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm so anxious, you know. Yeah. But when Cranston bears down on her, she's like, one didn't ask. Two. Yeah. Uh, it would take a couple of yeah. hours. Three, and four. Mm-hmm. Oh, and honey and yep. vinegar. You know. Okay. Yeah. All right. To- yep. to- I totally yep. believe it. You know, when when yeah. after. Sheridan gets the message from Sarah and he links in to Garibaldi, beat me in my office in 10 minutes. You're going to love this. Okay. Yeah. That, that, the, that line delivery mm-hmm. is the line delivery you give a trusted friend. Right. Right. It's not a line delivery you give to someone who you're working with on something shady, but mm-hmm. who, but who you don't really trust. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. I thought that was yeah, a dynamite exactly. piece of piece of acting work because you get a little bit of the eye roll, right? You get mm-hmm. a posture that says, "Really, really." Yeah. You yeah. you waited. Hello, yeah. you know it's yep. it's ten o'clock in the morning. If you had told me mm-hmm. this at nine thirty, mm-hmm. he's off the station ten minutes. Right, but now we've already got intelligence all over oh. the place. And, oh right, you know, oh now okay. We've got so here we are yeah. dealing with Earth Fourth yeah. Fourth Security again, amateur hour. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got a station yep. to run here. I totally yeah. get that. It was t- it was totally believable to me. And yeah. uh, and we didn't need to see the the conversation between Sheridan and Garibaldi, which I thought was mm-hmm. remarkable constraint. Right. We did. We don't need um, to see it. We know what's happening. Yeah. 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 Because you get Garibaldi then conveying the information along to Franklin right. and putting on his hat. Right. In his best disguise. Um, <clears throat> um, you know, so so we know kind of how it. We can just imagine, you know, how that how that conversation goes right. along and how it's received right. and all of the you gotta be kidding me. You yeah, know, that, that's right. that that were part of it. So right. yeah, it's uh it's Ah. 
There he is. Okay, now Max. Max is also, uh, you know, in agreement that this was this was a, a, a good turn of character between these right. folks. Max is reminding us not to forget to talk about Garibaldi's shirt. The the return of the, the shirt. Return I have of the chess king shirt. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. I was like, I thought there you were, it is I thought you were going to say that he wanted us to talk about about Richard Mall's character, Max. And no, I'm not going to do that. I don't care how fuzzy and cute you are. Yeah, no, we're not going to do cat, that. Not you, John. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so so look, you, you know, we've 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 said, let's see these characters, you know, kind of coming together. Okay. And I think mm-hmm. to Babylon 5's great credit, you know, we've, we, we slag JMS, we slag these people when they don't, when they don't rise to our lofty expectations. But mm-hmm. surely nearly every other example of a program like this, contemporary to it, mm-hmm. they needed more than half a season to get their teamwork camaraderie thing going, going, going right. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. because, again, you introduce Sheridan, you have to redo the work. Right. Right. Um, I think, OK, well, where were we after a season and a half on Star Trek The Next Generation? Almost nowhere. Right. Yeah. You didn't have people working <clears throat> together. So it, it's a lot like what we had in the first season here where everybody's pursuing their own individual storylines, yep. but but they're not coming to work together on right. things. You had a, and you're right. Next Generation it was, you know, a, doesn't, was doesn't a train have, wreck. Yeah. Right? It wasn't until virtually this time in the show that you started mm-hmm. to get episodes that were that were watchable. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you get a little bit of uh, Riker on that Klingon ship. You get. You get the uh, the judge advocate general who wants to hold the trial to determine whether Data's a toaster or not. You know, the actual right. coming of the Borg and, you know, the, you know. And I think that's really where that, that crew felt like they gelled. Yeah, exactly. To me. Right. Proper was, opposition. Yeah. Brings mm-hmm. people together, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine was making progress, but it certainly wasn't there. Mm-hmm. B- B5 is mm-hmm. further along in that regard. I think right. than uh, than you know than DS nine, as as mm-hmm. in terms of the whole ensemble connecting, right? Mm-hmm. Now I think that mm-hmm. by the end of by the end of both B five and DS nine, both of those casts are are very tightly um, pulling 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 forward, you know. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. Voyager, I don't think no, you know, gelled it. No, I don't it know never if it really ever, came together. Ever really in did. my mind. Its fundamental premise was uh, was that these crews should not get to get should not get along, and they abandoned the right. fundamental premise of the show. Mm-hmm. And the shows, I I, th- I mean, I like Voyager, but I think the yeah. the fundamental promise of the show was given away, and they never got it back. I I would say that we saw folks coming together like this on Galactica. Yes, but again, that's more of a modern yep. one. It's more of a yep. modern show it's you know there's there's Prestige less format right to the 90s yep and and two they've got that external threat they they're they're yes. working together under threat from from word go yes and that's what's going to like you said that's what's going to pull these pull these these kinds of teams together yep is is adversity that 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 makes them need each other's strengths yep and not focus entirely just on their 
stories. You know, we don't we don't need to have a Franklin episode and a Garibaldi episode and an Ivanova episode because they're all going to come together in the in in these. That's things. right. That's right. You know, someone might be, you know, someone might be a little more toward the toward the front. Uh, right. But they're all still going to they're all contributing. That's right. That's right. Um, so I, I thought, uh, you know, in, in this episode, we finally saw the emergence of of that command team. Mm. And it wasn't even something that was particularly called attention to. It just sort of happened. Yeah. yeah. You know, the, the bit with, with uh, uh, Franklin and Garibaldi kind of sitting on the, sitting on the stairs, yep. you know, having a, having a granola bar right. and, uh, and just kind of talking, you know, that was, you know, that was kind of, that was That's good, good stuff. Building. That's good stuff. It's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that wraps us up. So uh, what we'll we'll call it a uh, call it an episode for this week. Uh, and you know, folks, if you if you have anything to say about uh, about Hunter Prey, about the show in general, best place to find us is on uh, on Facebook at the name of the pod. Uh, you can email us at the name of the pod at gmail.com. You can search for us in your your favorite search engine and likely get directly to the page if you prefer to download your episodes uh, directly rather than going through uh, through iTunes or any of that sort of thing. Um, you know, leave us a comment, leave us a, a rating, leave us a review, tell a friend, and uh, we will be back next week to uh, continue our look at uh, the middle of season two. Until then, Chris. Until then. All right. See you soon. See you.